Hey friend, welcome to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Micah McCurry, your host, and as always, I'm very thankful for the opportunity to speak to you today. I've realized that the art of carrying a conversation when it's a little one-sided, that's a little bit difficult. And yet, here I am, day after day, or should I say at least Monday through Friday, I'm speaking to you, and I can only assume what your responses are. But some of you, are kind enough. And can I tell you, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it when some of you will text me back. Of course, while I'm in the middle of the broadcast, I can't necessarily be reading texts and all of that and actually carrying on a conversation. But just to hear back from you about, uh, I had someone text me this morning and tell me that, uh, well, I guess it was yesterday, I, I should say, text me and say, the thought was such a blessing. Can I tell you, they may have been lying through their teeth, but it was still nice to hear. But can I tell you, friend, I'd love to hear from you. If you have a question, maybe even a comment, a critique, you say, am I allowed to give criticisms? I have learned, I learned a long time ago, I think as a teenager, that in every critique, in every criticism, there's always a grain of truth. And so if you've been wondering, maybe you're one of those types, you're, you're kind of more reserve you don't feel like your opinion is warranted or maybe you feel like it here's something that bothers me a little bit about something you said or but i don't think it's worth can i tell you i would love to hear from you the fact that you would take of your time you know i will also say this if you're something you're stewing about that you think i this guy bothers me because of this i it would hurt me to know i've hurt you But at the same time, the opportunity to reconcile, even if we don't know each other well, the opportunity to say, I am so sorry, would be a blessing to me. But maybe you just have a question. Maybe you got a comment. Maybe you even got something nice to say. I know, seldom though it may be, we should all have something nice to say every once in a while. You can reach out. You can text me at 309-316-7240. Again, that's 309-316-7240. Seven two four zero, and I realize what I've just said it may, may, makes it sound like I'm starving for uh, communication. I am most certainly not. Uh, my wife and I, uh, we, we actually late last night we were talking and just carrying on, had a great old time. We're talking about some different things, and I think of my kids. They will talk your and my ears off. I've got plenty of time for for talking. Plenty of time of talking. Of course, our staff here at BTI, I enjoy sometimes. It, it, it advances the ministry because we do need to talk through things sometimes. But we'll sit down, be in the office, and we'll just be talking through, trying to mentally do some gymnastics to make sure we're on the right path, but then also maybe pray together and make sure that we're heading the right direction during a staff meeting or something like that. Can I encourage a friend? I would. I consider you a partner. Even if you just say, I'm a passive listener. I, I, I wouldn't consider myself a full partner. You are a partner to what we do at Bible Tracks Incorporated and through the ministry of Bible Tract Echoes. Thank you so much. Let me encourage you, if you would, to read. You say, what, what are you talking about reading? Well, let me encourage you. Readers are and always have been leaders. And I'm going to encourage you to read quality books. One that I'd recommend to you, I mentioned it yesterday, is this one right here called E.M. Bounds on Prayer, or the t- the title is On Prayer, written by E.M. Bounds. I want to just do a, a short little reading for you, just to kind of, I, I need a little punch in the mouth every once in a while about prayer. Let's look here. Uh, here we go. Chapter number two, the fire that ex- that consumes 
Prayer has an incredible power to arrest and change the purposes of God. You say, really? The stroke of his power is relieved by the prayers of righteous men. We can witness both the possibilities and the necessity of prayer when we see how, in the following examples from scriptures, the prayers of God's saints brought about a change in God's plans. Our first example of this is found in Genesis, when Abimelech had been smitten by God. Genesis 20, verse 17 and 18. So Abraham prayed unto God... And God healed Abimelech and his wife and his maidservants, and they bare children. For the Lord had fast closed up all the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. Abraham's wife. Don't have time to go into the context there, but Abraham prayed, and something happened by God's power. In another example, Job's miserable, mistaking comforters had so behaved themselves in their controversy with Job that God's wrath was kindled against them. Job chapter 42 says, My servant Job shall pray for you. For him will I accept, lest I deal with you after your folly, in that ye have not spoken of me the thing which is right like my servant Job. Verse number 10, And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. And then there's another example we won't take the time to go into of Jonah praying and God moving. Can I tell you, friend, all through Scripture, the prayers of God's people move the heart and hand of God. Now, prayer is not something to be undertaken just so we can get what we want. Most certainly not. But what I want to convince you of is the power of prayer. And so I ask you today, have you spent any time in prayer this week? I made it easy for you. I didn't say today. This week? When was the last time you talked to God? I'm talking about even when you're in the car by yourself. Nothing else going on. No music. You say, God, I need to talk to you for a little while. If you don't do that, could I encourage you? Could I exhort you? Please, friend, make a habit of prayer. Now, very quickly, before we jump into the book of Mark, we're going to be in Mark chapter number, let's see, Mark chapter 1, of course. We're going to be looking at verses 12 and 13, so find your place there. Mark chapter number 1. I'm going to tell you about a gospel tract. I've got with me a gospel tract called... It was a pleasure to meet you. Now, many of you have heard me talk about this gospel track previously, but let me remind you about it one more time. This gospel track may be one of my absolute favorites. I know for a fact it's my father-in-law's favorite gospel track. He always has a stash of these on his person because he uses them. What this gospel track does is it's a, it's a great opportunity when you don't necessarily have the time. You don't have uh, extended periods, maybe with a cashier at Walmart. Maybe you have to exchange a kind word, you chit-chat for just a little while. And you could slide this gospel track across and say, it was a pleasure to meet you. That's what this gospel track says. Hey, would you mind reading this when you have a moment? And this gospel track right here on the inside says this. Just a while ago, our paths crossed for a few brief moments. We exchanged a few pleasantries, and then we went our separate ways. If we had been together a few minutes longer, I would have looked for the opportunity to ask you this question. Do you know for sure that when you die, you will go to heaven? This gospel tract is a phenomenal segue, especially when you've made a little bit of impact, a little bit of a connection. This gospel tract is great. It's kind of a, uh, an opportunity to, to fire a parting shot. 
maybe you're not in a position where you can just sit down and open up your Bible and say, let's go to the book of Romans in verse number three, uh, chapter number three and verse number 23. Maybe you can't do that. But you can leave a gospel track behind you. Let me encourage you. Go to BibleTracksInc.org today and get some for yourself. We're in the book of Mark, chapter number 1. Let's begin in verse number 9. And then we're going to read down through verse number 13. Mark 1, 9. And it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized of John in Jordan. If you've missed any parts of this broadcast, uh, previous episodes, of course, you can always find it on our podcast version. Just search for Bible Tract Echoes wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have problems finding that, just let me know. You can also find the video version on YouTube and Facebook as well. Search for Bible Tracks Inc. If you have a problem, just text to me. I'll send you a direct link. Uh, text me at 309-316-7240. Again, that's slower this time. 309 316 Seven two four zero. Verse number 10. And straightway, this is after he's baptized, straightway, coming up out of the water, he, Jesus, saw the heavens opened and the Spirit, God the Holy Spirit, like a dove, descending upon him. Verse number 11. There came a voice from heaven saying, Thou art my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And immediately the Spirit driveth him into the wilderness And he was there in the wilderness 40 days, tempted of Satan, and was with the wild beasts, and the angels ministered unto him. Now, realize, of course, we probably don't have time to go look at the parallel passages in other Gospels about Jesus being tempted by the devil, by Satan. But we're going to talk very shortly in about three minutes, okay? I got three points. I got three minutes. Here we go. How to handle temptation like Jesus. How to handle temptation. Remember what Remember what uh, Satan did? He offered him all the world and took him up to the spire, the, the tippy top of the temple and said, throw yourself down. Angels will catch you. And he tempted him. What did Jesus do? How to handle temptation like Jesus. There are three things that I want to begin with. Number one, we need to comprehend the stakes. Comprehend the stakes. Do you realize that we are we are told, we are commanded, we are exhorted not to give place to the devil in the Bible. I don't have time to unpack that completely, but that word place is a, is a Greek word topos, topography, if I recall correctly in my study. The word where we get topography from is that word no, don't give place to the devil. Basically, don't give up ground. Don't let him have an inch. Because what does the devil do when you give him an inch? Oh, he takes a what? Another inch? No, no. He takes a mile, friend. Don't give him anything. But comprehend the stakes. Realize what you're fighting for. You are fighting on behalf of God Almighty. And as I've said often, you and God make a majority and he doesn't even need you. So comprehend the stakes and the real players in this game. Comprehend the stakes. Control your spirit. Control your spirit. Realize the devil has a pretty singular job. His job is to do his best to destroy God's saints for the purpose of taking glory away from God. That's why he's doing it. He is like a rabid dog doing what rabid dogs do. He is, uh, would you get irritated at a lion for killing a zebra? Uh, No, that's kind of what lions do, right? Well, he is a roaring lion seeking whom he may, may, may devour. 
Just rest on God, comprehend the stakes, control your spirit, and of course, quote scripture. Quote scripture. To do that, you might need to actually know a little bit of scripture. You would be wise to memorize scripture. You'd be wise to read scripture. How to handle temptation like Jesus? Well, Jesus, of course, he better than anyone. He was tempted in all points like as we are. So Jesus was not a stranger to temptation, but he, better than anyone, he comprehended the stakes. He knew what was at stake for him to sin, for him to do wrong, for him to give in. No, can't do it. And Christian friend, can't do it. We got to control our spirit. Jesus controlled his spirit. And he, of course, God himself, he quoted scripture. You should too. Join us tomorrow on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. It'll be the last day of the week. I'm sad, but that just means another week's coming. Thanks so much for listening today. Have a great day for his glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309 309- 828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.